Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hey everybody, Chad Madden here with the Grow Your Practice podcast, and this is episode 101, and today we're here with a special guest, special practice owner um, that I've known from, I think essentially she was one year in private practice when we first met, um, but her name is Kim Clark, and Kim has, and her husband, uh, Jamie, have a private practice in New York, and welcome to the podcast here, Kim. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great. So just uh, to give a little humanity here, you're also, uh, like me, a, a crazy parent of uh, a huge family. So you have four? Four. <laughs> yep. Great. And what, what, are your, what, what are your age ranges right now? Uh, 14, 12, 10, and 8. Great. So every two years, and you have one <laughs> teenager and another one on the way, right? That's right. <laughs> That's great. So congratulations to you uh, and your husband. So um how how did you get started in private practice and what was the, the if you can give some context were you working in a position you you always dreamed of owning your private practice what was your initial goal before uh, you and Jamie opened up so we have been PTs since both of us graduated in 2002 and we had been PTs working for various um, other various places uh, orthopedic outpatients um, at the time of you know, around 2016 is when the idea popped into our head um, to start possibly opening up a private practice. And it kind of stemmed from some boredom. Um, I was getting bored of, of being the staff PT and I had no desire to become a rehab or anything like that. And I just, I, I didn't even know what I wanted to do anymore. And um, Jamie was a rehab director at um, a short-term uh, rehab place. And he was, he suggested, why don't we open up our own, our own clinic? And I was like, that's like a lot of work to do with four small children. I, I don't, I don't know if we can do this. And we kind of went on another year after that thought, that initial seed was planted. And, um, I was definitely trying to figure out, I wanted to open a business and I, it didn't hit to open up a PT business. It was maybe I could open up a daycare or maybe I could, you know, just anything. I just, I, I didn't want to work for someone else anymore. Also, you know, didn't really know. I wasn't happy with with what I was doing when I was working for other people as a PT. So I just, I was kind of stuck in a, like a little box there. And then, and then we, in the summer of twenty, no, in the in January of twenty seventeen, Jamie's like, let's just do it. He's like, let's let's open it up, let's go for it. So he started all the back end, um, getting the paperwork to get loans started, you know, startup loans. Um, so we started scoping out places to, to possibly open a clinic. And it still was very much of a pipe dream at that point. I still couldn't see it. Um, and then we found the place. We got some startup money to, from the bank to get some equipment, a, a, an electronic medical record. And we just kind of went for it and opened and at that point we were very excited and very motivated and we're like this will be great we're great therapists patients love us families love us people will just come and that was in 2017 um we opened in september of 2017 and by january of 2018 we had seen maybe 
maybe 20 visits. And of those 20 visits, um, 15 of them were from the same person who was pro bono. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a disaster. <laughs> and um, Jamie said to me, hey, I, I, I see these, um, you know, do you want me to keep going with like how it kind of grew into it, something real? Hey, podcast listeners, when we make assumptions about others, it's just not fair. In spite of that, I'm going to make an assumption about you. You have a growth mindset. You want to help more people, leave a bigger impact, build a better practice. Am I close? If I'm right, then I have a unique offer that I think you'll be interested in. But first, if you're a regular listener, you probably know that this is brought to you by Breakthrough, the leading platform for private practice growth. Breakthrough's mission is to help people in pain get back to normal, live healthier, and do it naturally. The best way to do this is by empowering private practice owners like you to grow your business through direct-to-consumer marketing. If you're a practice owner with a growth mindset, you'd benefit from a risk-free consultation with a breakthrough growth expert. Go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer to take advantage of this unique opportunity. On that call, you'll learn the key principles of how practice owners are helping more people, creating a bigger impact, and building better businesses with Breakthrough Systems. As an added bonus, the team at Breakthrough is giving a $50 Amazon gift card to any of the podcast listeners who attend this growth consultation. Sign up for your growth consultation and $50 gift card at getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Again, that's getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll reset it. So it sounds like the first five visit or first five months you had five visits about <laughs> so yeah. uh pretty rough and you thought that because both you and your husband jamie had uh professional careers for uh 15 16 years that the physicians would just refer to you because of the high quality of care you had delivered in your career thus far sure and we thought just if you build it they will come <laughs> kind of <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. We, we, I think we've all been there. Great. So that happened. And then what, what was the conversation that you had with Jamie? So Jamie, so, so, so in January, we, we maybe got our first real patient. Um, we were finally credentialed with insurances by that point. And we were, um, a lot of the start, startup money was long gone on the, the, the rent and just the getting credentialed and whatnot. And, um, we started getting like very trick, trickling in patients just from a little bit of word of mouth from our friends and family. It was very small. So Jamie found um, the killer marketing uh, ad or some, somehow hit his, hit his Facebook feed probably from searches of how to get a PT practice going or who knows how that, you know, how he, he found them. And he said, I want you to take a call with, and I, I can't, I'm slipping the name of who I spoke with initially. Um, I don't remember. That's all right. That's all right. Um, but one of the guys. Um, so we see, I want you to take this call. And um, so I said, all right, fine. Anything, I guess, at this point. So um, we heard about what the killer marketing course offered. And we're like, I was like, you know what, Jamie, I think we actually probably need this because I don't think we really know what we're doing when it comes to marketing. So when we we went in and we ended up coming to New Jersey of 2018, that would have been July, I think. Um, and we got to meet everybody in person and got a 
ton of great tips. And where we were at, it was it was big time startup land. Even though we were approaching a year, we still hadn't really hit any real numbers or definitely hadn't made any profit whatsoever. Um, so we also at that point decided to go for for a, it was called Product X at the time, and we picked up a low back funnel because that seemed like that would really help us. And um, it was one of those funny things when you, you sign up for it because it's kind of stressful because it's yeah, it's a, a commitment. And I don't know if you remember saying this, Chad, but and if you need to cut this, you can. But after we signed up, Chad came out and said to everybody, so if you're signing up for this as a Hail Mary for your practice, maybe not for you. And me and Jane, we looked at each other and we're like, oh. But it worked out. It actually worked out very well. So that was that was that was maybe the one thing in your whole life that I've known you, or the whole time I've known you, that you've said something that was incorrect. The hail mary actually did work quite well. Well, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so desperation, and it, it, it's really uh, the the longer I go, it's unwillingness. So, you know, like the um, I, I want I want to do something that just saves me like that and you and Jamie are implementers you've applied you know you've asked me very specific questions on your practice um, or to our, our coaching team etc you, you show up on the calls you ask very intelligent questions that, that that's different than a Hail Mary with no preparation ever never run the plan well and that's the thing we were prepared to change and do what the changes needed and the changes that were being recommended to us and the changes that or the things that had worked for all so many other practices so we were ready to implement those and we still actually have more of those things that we could keep implementing um and uh once we started running our um our growth X uh, workshops, then you could see a huge increase in our numbers. So, so it, it, it snowballed from first. So two, 2018, we didn't start with product X until September of 2018. So again, we only had a few months. And then at the end of 2018, we ended up having like 550 visits or something, which is still not a lot of visits. Um, and at this point, Jamie was still working full-time somewhere else. So it's pretty much just me and I was still picking up little per diem jobs to get through. So it was, we were still like half in, you know, I did jump in full-time to the practice once we picked up product X, even though I wasn't treating full-time, I was definitely had a, enough work with marketing implementation and the workshops. I had plenty of work to do on the, in the back end to, to get the company going. Yeah. Great. So let me just do a reset here for all the listeners that aren't familiar with um, the breakthrough specific products. Killer Marketing was uh, a private practice marketing course that we ran specifically for PTs. Um, I think I did that for seven years and we had 22 or 23 classes. And it was basically teaching how to, um, how to adopt a direct-to-consumer marketing model um, for therapists to mitigate the decline in physician referrals that's in the research and is a, a real problem. Uh, Product X was the original uh, Facebook advertising program that we did. And then uh, two-ish, yeah, about two years ago, um, it was renamed Growth X because it's not only the front-end advertising, um, it's also the, the software and the conversion management and all the touch points and everything else. So now the only thing that we offer um, at Breakthrough uh, that you're talking about is, is Growth X. So um, you, you said 550, was that in, in 2018, 550 mm -hmm. visits? Great, yeah. and then what, where are you at now? 
give us an update in terms of what happened. Okay, so 20, like for 2021? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So 2021, um, quarter one, we were 977. Quarter two, we were 1,075. Quarter three, we hovered around the same 1,040. And then and we finished out the year at 4,100 visits for 2021, bouncing back from the pandemic, which was pretty huge just because we've had a lot of cancellations because of quarantines or we're in New York. So everybody's you know a little hyper about everything. And um, so... <laughs> So um, we've had a lot of cancellations because of that or waiting test results and then they can come. But we do push reschedule in the same week of the appointment. So that's one big thing that saved us a lot with visits throughout the, the growing back from, from the pandemic. But the pandemic didn't really hurt us too bad for too long anyways, as a small practice. Great, so, the, and you are, uh, you're just outside of the city, Manhattan? We are six hours. Um, oh, okay. Up. Yeah, we're like near Syracuse, Buffalo. Got it. Great. Uh, th I've been there. So uh, th <laughs> that actually two. led to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rochester is very nice, but we're. <laughs> Are, you're in Rochester? Well, we're in a suburb. Yep. Okay. Okay. We're, yep. Great. Um, so the so you survived the pandemic, um, or at least all indications are held. And I mean, as we're recording this, there's always more craziness right um or uncertainty let, let's leave it at that and then um the other thing so you hit the four thousand visits per 4100 visits this year already um you and jamie took off a week or so uh around the holidays here we were Go able ahead. to take off the full that was the goal we hit we hit our goal actually uh december 16th so pretty much and we have a we we did set up one day tomorrow. So we do have a bunch of visits tomorrow that will bump it up a little bit, but we just did that for patient quality more than profit because people that we just didn't want to let for a whole week, um, just where they were at. So we kind of <clears throat> offered some times up tomorrow, but yeah, we were able to take off um, a couple of days before Christmas until tomorrow. So about a full week. And then, you know, after tomorrow to new year. And, um, and that was big for us because we've always opened up I work three days, he works three days, you know, just trying to scramble, trying to hope to hit some numbers and hopefully, you know, put us in a different position as the year ends. So it was really exciting for us. So what, what does the three days look like? Do you do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Jamie does Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday or something like that? Well, no, when we do three and three, when we try to like cover it that way. We didn't have to do it this year, but when we normally have, we overlap one day. So that means we only need help with the kids one day. Okay. Great. So I'll do like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and he'll do Tuesday, Thursday, Friday or something. Got it. And so the two of you, uh, no other clinicians, correct? No other clinicians. And we were, I will be honest, right around um, February of 2020, we were in a pretty, we were looking good. We were thinking this is going really well. And we were starting to talk about how we wanted to hire. And we wanted to hire a, a, a you know a younger uh, DPT person, um, you know maybe not fresh out of college but close to, so that we could kind of put them through the manual courses and get them going in the right path because we do it was clutch for our. Um, I know we were going to talk a little bit about what makes us unique to our yeah. competitor area. Um, so we did, we were thinking about it, but then that pandemic hit and kind of wiped us out. We didn't even have enough work for, for a couple months there in 2020. We didn't even have enough work for both of us. 
and then when we started listening to the problems, we I was listening to the problems of other owners on the on Breakthrough, as well as just other business owners in the local community. And for us personally, it just wasn't the right thing to do to hire. And we're and we're kind of happy, like being this little tiny ship just sailing through and feeling really good about ourselves. So we don't really we're not looking at this point to hire that, but we do have some ideas for growth for our 2022 goals that we can talk about at some point. That's great. Yeah. Let, let's go there now. So uh, what are your right. goals for next year that, that you've laid so out? One of the things that we're starting to notice with our mark, with our current market, who we see was we are noticing um, a lot of people want that diagnostic and, and, and you don't necessarily need the, the MRI or, or even the x-ray, you know, that the physician orders. And so we want to look into the diagnostic tool that the physical therapists are able to do. And I, if you'll have to remind me the name that from from Texas was uh, I know that there's a diagnostic group that was um, in Texas. Diagnostic group. So there's um, it was, hands on diagnostics. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's them. Yeah, yeah, yep. They're in New York. Yep. Yep, in New York. Yep. So we are actually thinking about um, bringing that into our practice as a source of income versus hire more people to to see more to get more um, patients. That way, we'd rather go into the diagnostics and stuff. So that's the angle we're looking at, which might, you know, is looking to be more profitable from what we've been, the research we've been doing versus yeah. just more hours of treatment. Yeah. It seems like uh, rather than do the volume play and scale up and go from 4,000 to 6,000 visits a year, you're, the, the growth that you're talking about is primarily an in income. So more revenue yeah. per patient visit coming through or more revenue per patient. Yep. Yep. Perfect. And we, we did get the laser. We have a laser. We've had a laser for a few years now, and that is a huge boost in our income. Huge. Um, we sell those things. We sell packages like hotcakes, and we just raised our prices for the first time since our grand opening, and um, it's still selling like hotcakes. So, so we're feeling pretty good about our laser. That's that's great. So let let me ask you about that. Um, when you present the laser package, how do you how do you do that? Is it um, so we've tried it a few different method. ways. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And we found most recently, um, just because now we're in the same, now that the laser is always there for a little bit when we had the two offices, the laser was traveling. So it was kind of, kind of, you just use the laser on a, as a demo the day you had it in your office. Now, or, or, a, a, or it's not a demo anymore. It's a um, risk-free trial. Um, that's what Laser Light Force wants me to say. Um, so a risk-free trial um, happens on visit number two. Um, and we used to give too many risk-free trials. And now it's literally one risk-free trial. And then they can, no pressure. And we even say it up front, no pressure. You're, this is your risk-free trial. You're going to feel it today. So after, excuse me, let me backtrack a little bit. Evaluation happens. And at the evaluation, we make sure to establish, you know, their goals. We talk about our goals for them, make sure they understand what our recommended plan of care is. So we actually take time doing that versus trying to rush in this laser demo real quick because they're already getting so much information and they, you put them through the ringer with all these different measurements and, um, you know, trying to do a, a quick hands-on treatment, you know, so you've got to make your change and there's, you know, a lot going on. So we kind of scaled back that first visit with so much stuff at the first visit. So we do the avail, talk about the plan of care, 
make sure they do get that change so they feel a little bit better than before, you know, something has changed to make sure that they're walking out feeling a little bit better at that visit. And then make sure they get a couple of things to start doing at home, their exercises, email them right to them and schedule them out for as long as, as we try to do the first month of, of um, scheduling. We never did that before and we were finding a lot of drop off. So now at that day one, we at least schedule them out and we just say, listen, if you have to move them later, you can, it's not, you're not stuck with this. You can, you can move your appointment and people have been very receptive to that. They're like, all right, yeah, I can do Tuesday, Fridays at 9am or whatever, whatever the thing is. So, um, visit number two, they come in, how you feeling? Oh, I felt much better. I, but you know, now it kind of came back. I'm like, okay, well, so then we do that first manual treatment, um, check on those exercises that we gave them, maybe add one or two more. And then they get that risk-free demo for that laser. So now they're getting a different, they're getting the full treatment with the laser added. So they can kind of compare. They did get a little bit of a, a treatment the first visit. Now they're getting a, a treatment again with the laser. So they can kind of compare how they felt from the hands-on portion with and then without the laser. And then we check it on the third visit. So what'd you think? Well, I'm not sure. Okay, we'll just do a treatment without it then and see how you do. And a lot of times by visit four, they come back and they... They want to buy the the package. Sometimes they want to buy. This podcast is brought to you by Breakthrough, the leading platform for practice growth. Breakthrough has helped over 1,500 healthcare practice owners leave a bigger impact in their communities and grow a larger business. As the founder of Breakthrough, I've developed a library of educational resources on practice growth. These are based on my learnings from my own experience as a private practice owner, plus the experience working with thousands of other owners in the Breakthrough community. If you have a growth mindset and you're hungry for free resources to help you grow, check out Breakthrough's resource hub. Go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources, where you'll find on-demand trainings, tools, templates, planning guides, and a host of other free resources. Again, you can find these at getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources. If you're interested in getting direct support with your practice growth, you can request a free growth consultation at getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Buy it right after the demo. So perfect. Sounds like a winner. The um, and thanks for sharing that, Kim. The the other thing that uh, you and I were talking about uh, be, before we hit record here was um, you know it, it's just you and Jamie, right? Yes. So you have to wear a lot of hats. You're uh, either doing or outsourcing your marketing, your front desk scheduling, um, your insurance authorizations, your billing, working your AR, everything across the board. How do you manage all that? And how, how do you and Jamie think about that? So time blocks in the schedule is huge. You have to block off time to, to, to set aside for certain tasks that, that you don't outsource. So there are things that we have to do. Um, one thing that we picked up was the call center from Breakthrough and they um, they are doing our calls for one of our funnels. So that helps tremendously um, when that funnel's running because we do run two funnels. So when the other one runs right now, we, we still do that. But um, the call center has been huge. Um, having those block the time for those tasks, like calling back people that um, need to be contacted or just the messages that we get on our, our own voicemails that we need to answer. Um, so we do have those times blocked off, but outsourcing our pre-offs, outsourcing our billing, outsourcing patient statements, including patients contact um, the, the number on their bill. They don't even call us about their bills. They call the, the people that we are paying out, you know, that we are outsourcing it 
to and take care of all of that. And then they just send us an email. We have a payment here when you're ready, give us a call. And then that's a quick call to take. But that that's helped a lot where we're not trying to figure all that out. Um, marketing is outsourced right now for, you know, through um, ProthX, ProductX, um, and word of mouth is a, a big driving force for us right now. So we're getting a, a lot of people coming in just from our Google reviews and um, just our reviews on our Facebook page. That's great. The, with, um, with the outsourcing it, this year, what's been, what's been your biggest challenge? Um, the biggest challenge definitely was getting a handle on the registrants for workshops <laughs> before we got this, before we got the call center, we were overwhelmed. We were, we were missing out on opportunities for sure. Just cause we were, we just didn't have, an, that was what we were realizing that we just didn't have enough time to do. So that once we got the call center in place, it, it, it evened out and it actually freed us up a lot to make the calls on the times that we are responsible to do it. So um, it's, that was it, that we were missing out on opportunities for sure. Like there'd be workshops coming up and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I haven't even called half the list yet. So then I would send a quick text or something and we'd get people in, but it was as soon as we switched to the, the getting those phones answered and getting them answered timely, then we noticed that has been such an improvement in workshop attendees as well so it, it and that uh exactly what you're talking about that mechanism that conundrum is very common for all of us as we go through um i you, you said small practice earlier so i'm gonna go with that because i can remember um and my wife and i just were talking about this when i constantly said that you know we're just a small business and that's all we want to be um we don't want 100 clinic locations or anything like that um, but the, when the hiring out, there's usually a lot of resistance as we're going through that phase or choosing to remain in that phase of, um, I'm afraid to give control to somebody else. But then what happens is we end up scrambled eggs and we're, <laughs> we're trying to juggle 14 different things all at once. Um, and balls drop very quickly. So the, yeah, when you're bringing in something like uh, the call center and just to like reset for the listeners, you're paying for advertising online, you're getting registrants, you're getting people respond to your ad and then you have to call them back, right? So effective advertising really just gets somebody to raise their hand so that there can be a human interaction there. If you're limited in time, um, you, you either drop that ball or you can have hire somebody else to, to do it in a, it, hopefully a scalable way. And yeah, you can outsource, you can hire a, a full-time person to do it, part-time person, um, et cetera. So it, it seems like you and Jamie are doing that a lot, especially with the, the finances and marketing makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, backing up on the math, it, are you doing three tens each or do you do three eight hour days on your um, treatment? So it, it's, it's not, like a set in stone. I'm, I'm not like that. <laughs> I know it's flexible. weird for a PT. I know it's weird for a PT to not be so rigid, but I'm, I'm really not. So I look at my schedule um, and our kids' schedules stay pretty close to like when they need to be where um, with their different activities and stuff. So I know on Monday, for example, I do work a 10 hour day um, and that's 
because nobody has anywhere to go and it's super it's it's the best way I can I can get a lot done on Mondays and I'm it's just they know that I'm not really around on Mondays um but the rest of the week I'm one we alternate which one of us is home for the kids so um Jamie might start at seven on Tuesdays but he's done by four um Wednesday's generally a lighter day for us so we kind of start late noon and we go till seven because Wednesdays are our workshop nights every other Wednesday so we just kind of have it in our heads that that's our night so that we're working late and then Thursdays I'm out early and then Fridays we, we uh we're done by three so we just have worked it out so that we have like we have early morning availability till evening every day but it's not both of us but it it overlaps enough for we're together a lot so that we're home together a lot, if that makes sense. That's great. You have a lifestyle business, really. Yeah, it's, it's really convenient for yeah. us. <laughs> that, that's, that's wonderful. So um, yeah, because I, I was doing that. You're essentially treating six full-time days per week, mm-hmm. 300. Um, we're seeing a we're seeing about uh, right now we're like about a hundred visits a week is where we're at right now. That's awesome. That's great. Um, between two of us and it flexes a little bit, might go to 95 one week, but might bump up to 112 the next, you know, just kind of like, this is what it does all the time. Um, so it's, it's kind of sits right in that nice sweet spot. We call it. Yep. Um, and you're paying the, I, I remember also, uh, it was either a personal conversation or you were on one of the early the daily implementation calls that we were doing in the beginning of the pandemic. Um, Yeah, I I knew that you had a young practice. I knew that Jamie just had or was thinking about jumping over um, full time or leaving his full time job to come into the business. Um, Can you talk about that? And and by the way, you made it and you're thriving and paying your bills and congrats. (laughs) Um, Going on vacations and everything. (laughs) Yeah, very very nice. can you talk a little bit about, um, because I know like, you know, for, uh, one spouse to leave their full-time consistent paycheck job and then start a business is, can be a little bit traumatic. Right. And then once you got the ball rolling and I remember talking with you and Jamie about this, can you, uh, discuss like, how did you make that decision? Um, were there any, any learnings or any errors that you made that things you would have done different? as Jamie was um, leaving his, uh, the rehab director um, position and coming over to your physical therapy practice full-time? Yeah, so um, I think the biggest biggest step was when I left, to be honest, almost bigger than when he he left, which sounds crazy because he was our um, insurance carrier and the main, he made a lot more money than I did because I was still kind of pretty him and um, coming off of maternity after maternity after maternity. <laughs> um, so, but when I cut ties with the other, when I actually made that clean clean cut and, and just went full into the business, um, yeah, we lost some income, but it was that, that really helped us be able to, to build the practice. And I was able to really build up one office pretty, pretty nicely by myself. Um, almost like I got it ready for him because by, it was, it was, I believe it was 2019 is when he left. Maybe it was 2018. It might've been 2018. No, it was 2019. Um, he left, um, in, in March or so. And it was, his was a little bit of an abrupt. We were, we were kind of planning on keep, he was going to stay where he was for a little bit longer, but then things just didn't work out. And he, 
uh, abruptly one day just walked into the office midday and said, I'm no longer working for the other company. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so at this point, we did not have two full-time PT positions at all. Um, so we picked up, I believe that's when we picked up our second funnel or right around that time was when we picked up the second funnel and we're like, this is the time to do it. Let's just go for it. And once we got those two funnels running, it, it quickly created the two full-time positions at the two spots. So, you know, I think sometimes you have to have, I don't want to say a leap of faith, but you have to trust that, that you are ready to commit. And I think when you're ready to commit and you're ready to put in what needs to be put in, you'll, you'll, you'll get something really great out of it. You can't, but when you're spread so thin and we were spread thin for a little while after that anyways, we're just doing so too much for ourselves. But once you keep tightening, you know, getting it more condensed and, and what, what focus on what you need to do to truly make the business grow or truly um, find the right people to help you, the right sur surrounding we outsource, but the right personnel per se to help you out and, and just letting certain tasks go and just keep focusing on what, what you should do to make your business grow is, is the biggest thing that I think we learn from just, we've been, we've been a, a molding, molding ourselves throughout the whole time of this process of having our own business. That's great, Kim. Uh, yeah, very wise advice. And also, uh, yeah, don't want to ignore the, it, I think you and Jamie kind of have made it look easy. It, it, all, all things considered with, you know, that we're now two years into the pandemic and all the, all that funness um, with a large family, right? Uh, a, a larger than, <laughs> larger than average family, um, which I appreciate as well. But uh, I mean, you're definitely putting the work in, the experience in, you're implementing very quickly. Um, and also you're using your network. Like if something, um, you know, is you can't solve something, you're, you're, you and Jamie both swim upstream really quick. I always enjoy, you know, catching up with you at the events as well, um, just in Dallas. And then we have another one coming up here um, in Orlando. The, um, it, I, I just realized this now. What's the name of your practice for the listeners? It's Clark Physical Therapy. <laughs> the original. That's the way to go. <laughs> it took a long time to come up with the right name, and that was it. <laughs> That's great. And uh, what's the best way for our listeners to um, reach out or learn more about you, connect with you in any way? So on our, our Facebook page is, you know, Clark Physical Therapy and, and, and any, if they go through Messenger, they can send me a message or, or you know, you can contact people on their, through their page on Facebook. I'm pretty receptive to that. I see it come in all the time. Um, or you can always email me at um, Clark Physical Therapy, out at gmail.com. That's great. Well, um, I appreciate you being on here, Kim. Any other parting words of advice for our listeners before we sign off? You know, I think just the, the only advice I would have is if, if you really, um, if you really want it, you, you got to just keep finding the right paths to get. It. And when something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it's, it doesn't even mean that it's necessarily wrong. Um, it just might be wrong at that moment. So you, you don't want to like forget everything that you've tried or, you know, sometimes you have to go circle back to something and try um try it again or, or, or change it just a little bit and, and implement it again. And you'll find that, you know, certain things can become very successful, especially if they're delivered at the right, at the right time. Great. And be persistent. You got to be persistent. <laughs> Gritty. Right. Yeah. You got it. Um, 
Awesome. So uh, I, I lied to you. There's one more question. Um, That's fine. <laughs> so busy mom, uh, just went through the holidays. It, do you have any, um, and eight to 14 is a pretty good range to have at least one disaster story or something really funny happen over the holidays. Did you have anything that was just crazy, too good to be true, um, too funny to be true? Uh, oh. Anything happen over the holidays? You know, um, these are all adult listeners that are listening. Are we, do we have children that listen or? They're all adult and we can always cut it. Yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, our, our eight year old is almost nine and she's the baby of four and she's very been around a lot of things. And so me and Jamie asked her the other day, we said to her, if she'd like, would you like to go sit on Santa? And she goes, you guys got one more year with this. <laughs> and I'm like, so we just pretended we didn't hear her and we just uh, walked no. away and did not acknowledge anything. But we, <laughs> she told us basically we had one more year with this, this Santa business. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, otherwise it was a pretty smooth holiday besides being told this was, this was it for us. <laughs> that, that's great. We, I, I also got a, a Facebook messenger. Uh, I think it was December 23rd from our nine-year-old and about the same age. And he, it was, is Santa real? So, uh, I definitely, know. yeah, she's almost nine. She's going to be nine in like two months. So yeah, it's, it's sad, but that was a good <laughs> one. Well, uh, Kim Clark, thank you very much for, uh, being on here and, uh, sharing your experiences with, um, with our podcast listeners. This was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.